Hello, and welcome to Knock It Off. This is Kara Wood. I'm one of two sisters behind the blog named after our dad's go-to phrase when we were pushing the bounds of his patience. The other sister behind this thing is Bethany Bell. Together, we are two unqualified moms sharing personal stories in hopes that you don't feel so alone in your plights. I'm a little nasally today, either from allergies or daycare or long COVID or whatever, so you're welcome for that. Anyway, today's story is a hard one for me, but the hard ones help us all, right? So, here it is. I feel so bad for you. A lesson on humility in writing. Kara had a big life goal for 2022, write her first book. She had always written in her job as a lawyer, but she had never authored a book. The task seemed so daunting. Daunting it was. Not able to get herself motivated, Kara took to educating herself about the book writing process. A common theme emerged from authors trying to teach other authors to finish their darn work. First, write about something that comes easy to you. What a great idea. While out for a casual run, Kara realized she could write about her running streak. The topic seemed easy because she had lived it for 12 years. Plus, it might actually help someone who struggled with exercise motivation. Perfect. Despite the topic coming naturally, the writing process was hard. She dedicated hours upon hours of evening time to the cause, spending about six months of her life waiting until the kids and her husband were tucked into bed each night before opening the laptop and drafting a few pages, only to wake up exhausted, go to work, come home, and do it all over again. At multiple times in the process, Kara thought to herself, why are you doing this? This thing isn't any good. Maybe you should just be done with it. But something kept her going through the finish line this time. The easy topic advice, it turns out, had been solid. After multiple grueling rounds of edits, with input by some of the most keen and critical eyes in the legal field, the editorial world, and beyond, the book was finally ready to be released on the last day of 2022. And so, the world finally got to see this masterpiece, this creation, This work of art, this book that would single-handedly solve the issue plaguing so many who struggle with exercise motivation. The only problem? The world couldn't care less. Well, what did you expect? A friend asked at dinner, slightly exasperated, in response to Kara's tireless lamenting about her latest miserable failure. Wasn't it obvious? Kara had completely realistic expectations for a self-published, introverted author with zero platform, almost no social media presence, a handful of friends, and no marketing plan. Meteoric rise to the top of the New York Times bestseller list among the ranks of The Light We Carry by Michelle Obama and Spare by Prince-ish Harry. In all seriousness, Kara didn't know what to expect. 
She knew she'd need a thick skin to put herself out there in a way she never had. What she didn't realize was just how thick it would need to be. Kara's sister, Bethany, felt her pain. As a fellow writer, Bethany was very aware of the realities of putting yourself and your work out there, only to hear crickets in response. Predicting this plight, Bethany had given Kara some advice on launch day, a.k.a. the day Kara hit publish on Amazon. Release your baby into the world and have no expectations. Anything beautiful or cool that happens is a pleasant surprise. Your job was to create it, not babysit it. You put it out there and let it do its work. You're not tied to the outcome, but have joy in the process. And if you hear one amazing story, one day, from somebody it truly inspired, it will all have been worth it. Even if not, you wrote a book. How cool is that? Still, it's easier said than done, and Bethany had a hard time watching her sister flounder. So a couple of months after the book was published, she had an idea to lift Kara's spirits, convince her favorite local coffee shop to carry the book for sale. As an all-too-frequent visitor of this shop, Bethany knew they often sold books by local authors. She graciously reached out and brokered a deal for them to buy some books to resell to their customers. What a sister, Kara thought. What solidarity. By happenstance, within weeks after said deal was brokered, Kara's seven-year-old daughter had a birthday party to attend just a few blocks from the coffee shop. A perfect opportunity to check out the book in its new home and maybe score a point with her daughter. The two of them entered the coffee shop, both excited and thirsty. Her daughter immediately spotted the book. Mom, look, there it is. She was so proud, so amazed. Her own mother had a book for sale in a real coffee shop. Pictures were taken to document the occasion Kara's daughter proudly modeling next to the shelf of books, grinning ear to ear. They got in line and ordered, Kara allowing her daughter to have whatever she wanted. After all, Kara was practically a celebrity, damn the cashier for not recognizing her, and this was a momentous event. The $25 worth of coffee and treats were retrieved and the pair strategically sat down in a spot that allowed for a perfect line of sight to the book. Indulgence began. As luck would have it, within minutes, a completely random customer, having nothing better to do while waiting for her coffee to be made, picked up a book to mull it over. Kara looked at her daughter, whose face lit up with disbelief. Mom, she's got your book! This was setting up beautifully. Kara couldn't have choreographed this scene for her daughter any better. Her stock was on the rise. As the woman studied the cover, she flipped it over to read the description. But before she could even get through it, the book started making its way back to the shelf. Oh no, Kara thought to herself. I'm done. I'm ruined. It's over. As the book regained its place on the shelf, Kara gazed at her daughter, and she actually saw herself go from hero to zero in that split second. Her daughter, 
heavy-hearted, displayed a rare moment of sympathy, saying, I feel so bad for you. Kara thought it best to keep her response to herself, which went something like, Thanks, kid, but that's nothing compared to how bad I feel for myself. Have you ever been rejected in a local coffee shop by a random stranger in front of your kid? It's amazing. Thinking quickly, Kara did what any self-respecting mother would do. She said to her daughter, I dare you to march over there and say to her, Hey, my mom wrote that book. You better buy it. Her daughter grinned and without missing a beat, she said, I'm doing it. As she got up and started making a beeline to the random stranger slash heartbreaker. Oh my God, Kara thought to herself, she's really going to do it. Panicked, Kara slid out her wooden chair so quick it made an awful chalkboard screeching sound against the concrete floor which stopped her daughter dead in her tracks. The daughter turned around, scurried back to her mother, and the two of them shared a belly laugh. About a week later, Kara received the following message in her recently created Instagram account. Hi Kara, just finished your book. I'm a 63-year-old retired nurse slash midwife who has taken up running again after many decades. Suffering the sore hip, knee, but motivated to set my streak goal at a manageable level. Nothing too long, but short bursts of running to get the cardio benefits. Plus lots of stretching exercises. Thanks for your motivation. Kind regards, Julie, Tasmania, Australia. How cool is that? Maybe, just maybe, for every hometown heartbreaker, there's a faraway fan. For every one stranger's rejection of our thoughts, there's another stranger who's helped by them, or at least open-minded enough to read them. Notes like Julie's may be far and few between as time goes on. After all, it's only been four months since the book was released. Too early to gauge whether anyone else might actually find it motivating in the long run. Even if no other thank you notes from strangers are forthcoming, though, Kara will always be grateful for the kindness of her family and dear friends during the book marathon of sorts. Whether by spending precious time reading drafts in December of all months, graciously sharing the book or buying a copy, leaving thoughtful reviews, recommending the book to others, getting their coffee shops and gyms to display it, or any other of countless ways, the show of support in these cherished acts of generosity will be remembered more so than the coffee shop heartbreaker. Well, that's it for this week's post. Thank you so much for listening. And a funny little anecdote, my daughter was sitting here listening as I was recording some of this and I had to take a break because I messed up and she said to me, I'm out of here, this is too boring. (laughs) So, So there's that. But if you enjoyed this any more than my daughter did, uh, please make sure you're subscribing at knockitoff.substack.com. We're doing weekly posts and we're releasing them on Sundays. Or if you like listening, you can listen on Substack or on any, any place where you get your podcast. So, oh, don't forget those five-star only reviews. Very important. All right. Thanks again. See you next week.